Hey everybody, welcome to Podcasting for Humans. Honest conversations about podcasting problems. Every week, a different podcaster brings a podcast problem, struggle, or doubt to the table, and we process it together. I'm Richard Clark. I'm the owner of Area Code Audio, a podcasting agency that helps people, organizations, and brands build trust and loyalty through the medium of podcasting. And my guest today is Tommy Pettifer. He's a podcaster, a YouTube creator, and the co-host of the movie and entertainment podcast, Podcast Assemble. Welcome, Tommy. Hey, Richard. How are you going, mate? Good. How are you? Really good. Great to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's awesome to have you on. Tell me a little bit about Podcast Assemble. Absolutely love to. Podcast Assemble effectively started out as a, um, a means, let's say, of checking in on, our, on my best mate's mental health through our COVID. Um, you'll wow. probably have heard a lot of people talking about, you know, uh, losing creative passions during COVID and having a lot of time where they maybe were doing things that they didn't expect to be doing. But one of the things we always loved doing was sitting in the pub and talking about movies and TV shows. And we kind of realized that we got a bit more geeky than your average pub goer. And once that was taken away during COVID, you know, we needed a platform to do that. So it kind of started out as a way for us to check in and have an hour every week talking to our best mate. I love that. And I've had this conversation recently with someone where, um, you know, a a lot of times uh, it's my best friend, my own best friend. um, We had this conversation on the podcast where we were saying, you know, one of the reasons for starting a podcast is it keeps you in touch with the people that you care about. Um, And that can be really valuable. Uh, Yeah, I guess from my perspective, it's a case of we're uh, sort of our USP of the podcast in a weird way. We never really talk about it. But our USP is that I'm a Brit. And he's an American and we both live in Sydney. And, you know, those ties of friendship almost become familial in a, in a weird way when you're so far away from family and friends you grew up with. And it's, it's genuinely really nice to have that person to talk to about things that you're really passionate about. So I completely agree with that. Yeah. What's on your mind today? What do you want to talk about? So one thing that's been sort of bugging me, I guess, I guess ever since we started Podcast Assemble 125 episodes ago, but really more so in, in recent times is sort of defining success so as i mentioned it started off as a way for us to connect and spend time together however i guess as it's progressed over time you start to think about those things you know like are we getting enough listeners are we keeping a fan base engaged yeah all those things that it's really hard to track in podcasting so so you're trying to figure out like how do you define success for your podcast Absolutely. I think to begin with, like I say, it started off as a way of checking in on each other, having good chats about movies, and it was more of a hobby than anything. It was more a kind of, if we build it, you know, they might come, they might not, who cares? But as you sort of spend 125 hours plus together making content that you think is fantastic and you get feedback is that it's really good, you start to think, hey, should we be having more people listening to this? How can we expand that? How can we get other ears onto this? And it's really challenging. So when you think about this question, how, how does our podcast want to define success? I'm curious, like, it is. what is the emotion that comes up when you think about that? Like, what, what emotion do you feel when you're considering this question? A couple of emotions, really. I think to begin with, it, because it was more of a hobby, it was something we just enjoyed and enjoyed talking about. It was that emotion of, it, do, it doesn't matter, you know, how many people listen. As long as, you know, as long as the people who do listen are entertained and they're happy in the things we're, 
we're building. But ever since then, you know, we've put a lot of time, put a lot of effort into it. We've, we've tried to build something which we feel is, you know, uh, a good product, shall we say, in quotation marks. And it yeah. sort of becomes almost a bit more frustrating um, for, for a couple of reasons, really. The, the first reason being that podcasting is really hard to track, as silly as that sounds, perhaps, to some people. Yes. But so I come from, my background is all digital advertising. So I come from a world where Google will tell you literally everything about the people <laughs> you are trying to yeah. advertise to. Yeah. So you know everything, you know every detail. You can sort of tailor your message to different people and different focuses. Whereas with podcasting, it's just kind of like, yeah, I guess people might have listened. <laughs> yeah, that's a really interesting point. Like those two, um, what I'm hearing is, two, maybe three emotions. So there's like that frustration is yeah. a very clear emotion and that makes sense. And I think it's one that a lot of us relate to, but there's one that you sure. might've felt early on, which is sort of the dual emotions of like apathy and confidence. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, there's yeah. this feeling of like, <laughs> we know what we're doing. We know why we're doing it. And we, frankly, it doesn't really matter. Um, what, you know, how, how, what other people think about it. And I am curious, like, what do you think it would take to get back to that place? You know, I, I really don't know. I think uh, we're, we're at the stage where we're quite entrenched in how we're doing a podcast. We've recently actually changed it up a little bit. We've shortened the format just a mm -hmm. little bit to maybe make it just a touch more accessible. It's not quite as uh, yeah. short as my, my buddy you've had on recently, Mr. Matthew Bliss's 10 minutes uh, uh, dead drop podcast. Yeah. But we, uh, we try That's and keep right. it kind of succinct. We like to we like just make it fun. And I think... I think from my perspective, it's more around just keeping that fun there, making sure that when we're both in the room together, we're still just two mates having a conversation. Do you feel like um, part of the formula for that that um, two mates having a conversation sort of thing also has to include an audience? Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, the, the, there is just mm. this weird thing that you do when you're making a podcast where you sort of like want, you just want an audience and you're not, but yeah. you try and convince yourself that, that it's not that important. Um, like how does that rattle around in your brain? How do you think about those things? Yeah, I, I guess from my, my point of view, and I think my, my podcast co-host DL thinks quite similarly to me on this is that it's more, yeah. we kind of want to make a conversation that you feel you want to be in. And I know that's a general, it's kind of, kind of general point for podcasting, but mm. when we're talking, it's, because we try to keep it quite honest and very much our feelings on things, we don't we don't often go off and read, you know, what uh, different podcasters are saying or read what the tabloids are saying when we're talking about films. It's more about, you know, it's more about our raw perspectives, and I, we kind of want people to be like, yeah. that's a rubbish point of view, and wanting to jump in and that, you know what I mean, or you know, saying like, oh, that's a really cool like tidbit you've thought of there that I've never heard that perspective before. So I guess. It's less about people wanting to listen. It's more about people wanting to be part of a broader conversation. I think it's so interesting because like one of the things that I always, I was talking to someone um, that I had on the show yesterday about this. Um, one of the things that you always have to figure out, oh, I work with clients, help them make podcasts. Mm. And one of the things that I always have to start by asking is like, what is your goal for this podcast? Yeah. And the answer is not always the same, right? And I'm curious, like, if I were to ask you that question, what, like, do you have an answer to that question? I guess that's really like what you're asking, like, right? Like, what should yeah. be the answer yeah. to that question? Yeah. 
it's a moving target to be frank with you richard so like 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 yeah. you know it's start like i say it started off as sort of a hobby a way to just be creative and for me it was learning a new tool something to play with in my spare time getting used to editing and tweaking and making something which sounded like a real conversation and it's sort of as it's progressed and you know we've put a lot we've invested a lot in this podcast you know time mm. effort even money let's be honest into making it as good as it yeah. can possibly be and I've branched that out. You mentioned at the top that I do sort of YouTube creations as well. The idea behind those yep. YouTube creations was that it was an extension of what we were doing on the podcast. It was my way of expressing more of my opinions in a forum that was very easily accessible, whereas you know, podcasts might not be as easily accessible to, to some. You know, if you're not a podcast listener or yep. perhaps it just gets lost in the background, as a lot of podcasts do. I think the the idea of success has sort of evolved as we've gone through it started off as like mm -hmm. i say that way of just catching up with a buddy and being uh, keeping that closeness during covid but now it's kind of a case of we like to see where this goes i i don't think we would ever say it, it's something we would want to be our careers i mean if yeah. you're going to tell me you're going to pay me for sitting here and just <laughs> after the conversation with you, <laughs> i'm i will take that all day but at the same time, we'll you know, it. we're both yeah. very, yeah, we're both very ambitious people. We have, you know, day jobs outside of that. And it's balancing that ambition against what we actually have the ability to do. How do you feel like that part of it has gone? Like, do you feel like you have a core, um, not necessarily big, but do you feel like you have a core audience that's built around this thing that, that you can grow on or build on? Yeah. Yeah. We, we get a half decent listenership a month i think recently i was looking at sort of around 120 ish listens a month which for me is you know that's grown from basically nothing um i think yeah. it's an it's a it's a really interesting one to be frank with you richard there's a couple of bits to sort of factor into it. like and I, i've done all the research i know how you're supposed to quotation marks build a podcast it's you know you do yeah. various things like guesting other people's shows thank you so much for having me um and doing all those types of things to reach different audiences. Now, when we started the podcast back in, God, it's 2020, I think, geez, making me mm -hmm. feel even older than I am, I had a bunch of personal stuff going on. So obviously being in Sydney, my, uh, during COVID, my old man got really sick, so he got really unwell. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the time that I would have loved to have focused on doing all that outreach, trying to build uh, connections with other podcasts and other people in the, in the sort of uh, similar areas, was taken up and my mental capacity was taken up with this. And, you know, like yeah. I mentioned, Dre, he's, he's got a, his full-time role is really stressful. So he didn't have a lot of time to do it either. So I'd say for the first sort of hundred ish episodes, there wasn't a lot of space within our lives to sort of build those other platforms for us to share our voices. And it's only been in the last sort of year, year and a half where, you know, that stuff in, in my personal life's really calmed down. So I've been able to do those other things around, you know, whether it's going and doing the YouTube piece or trying to build relationships. Yeah. We're actually recording with one of our friends of the show, uh, Riggs, who's of a similar yet very different podcast today. He's actually in Sydney, which can be fantastic. But those little things, we didn't have a lot of time to do them. So when I say success has always been a moving target, it, it truly has. It's so interesting, like as you're talking about this sort of journey you've been on with the podcast, there's this pattern that I, I feel is developing, not just with your podcast, but with mo a lot of people when they make a podcast, 
you make a podcast for fun. A lot of people, yeah. right? You yeah. do it for, for reasons that are based on fun or social reasons or artistic reasons, creative reasons. Yeah. And then you find yourself enjoying it. Um, and at the same time, maybe even having a little bit of success. So then from there you start investing in it because it's something you love doing. You would like to do more mm -hmm. of it. You would like to see if it pays off. And at that point you're like, um, you're invested. You talked about this, like you invested a lot in the yeah, podcast. Yeah. What that yeah. does inherently is raise the stakes on the podcast whether it's sunk cost fallacy or genuine vision, like one of yeah. those two things, it could be somewhere in the middle. It's raising the stakes on what the podcast is and like what it has to do to quote unquote pay off. And in yeah. my mind, that little journey should really be circular. I think, yeah. and maybe it could spiral into something that results in something like better and better over time, or it could not. But I think there's, it's really important for podcasters who started a podcast for fun to get to a place where they're able to sort of reset and lower yeah. the stakes. So starting okay. um, with low stakes and get to that sort of back to the basics kind of mentality. This is just my opinion, but like a lot yeah, of yeah, times, especially when there's not a, when there's not like a clear course towards like, yeah. Oh, we're going to get all these sponsors or, or whatever. Like, I think that it only helps the podcast to get back to what you did it for. What's the reason you did yeah. it where you're learning lessons, you're picking up things, you're making little incremental changes that might make you more and more accessible and interesting to a broader audience. But ultimately I think you don't want to lose that thing that made it fun unless yeah, you absolutely, want absolutely. this to be your job, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, I think one thing I'm really proud of with Podcast Assembly is how we kept mm -hmm. that core to it. So the core of it being just two two mates having fun and enjoying ourselves. And I've yeah. kind of tried never to lose focus of that while we're doing it, regardless of, you know, how how much or little success there's we we've sort of driven for in the background, whatever that 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 looks like. And I guess Yeah. I've always come back to that starting point of, you know, it's it's, it's two mates having a laugh. And that's kind of, and, and that's a really good point you say there. As long as you keep that in mind, the success, yeah, would, you know, it almost doesn't matter, right? And it's, I'm it, look. Let's be real. At some point, you're going to have to make the decision. Does it matter, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, does, oh yeah, absolutely. And what is success? A, like, what is success? And then you can define that success, and then you de determine, like, yeah. would we do this forever? And would we be infinitely happy if this podcast just didn't succeed um, in the financial? or audience sense. Like, I mean, I was writing, I was trying to write down like, what are reasons people start podcasts? One of them is creative yeah. expression. One of them is exactly what you articulated was just like hanging out with my friend. And then there's fame and money. Like those are two things that people really do. Can you do that with podcasting fame and money? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, I, I, I know from experience, there are a lot of people who, who desperately want fame and money in some sense. And I don't mean that in a pejorative sense. I mean, they want yeah. return on investment. They want yeah, to yeah. build a community around them or their vision or their thing or something they're interested in. There's nothing wrong with that, but sometimes totally. it can get really frustrating when you try to do that for a really long time and it's just not happening. 
and that is a real thing. And then you have to start asking, like, what's the community? How big does it need to be? Can it be just me and <laughs> me and my co-host yeah, yeah. and like my few friends who listen to this every time I put this out? Is that enough? And if so, like, I think you could double down on that. You could like completely lean into that. But I think there's another question of like, how much do you want to chase the bigger communities? How much do you want to chase mm. the bigger opportunities? And there, and this is where I'll get a little frank with you. Like if you're asking those questions, you have to ask whether or not those communities already exist. And that's the yeah. question, like I think is a, a real question. I'm sure you're, I'm sure you've asked this question before with something Absolutely, like podcast yeah. is simple with how big like entertainment podcasting is. I listen to the ringer every week. Those are podcasts that are doing something you are doing with more resources uh, to pay better and bigger talent, you know, um, to, to do a very similar thing. While you're talking, all I can think of is, you know, that meme where it's like, why would you say something so, so controversial yet so real? <laughs> That's all I can say. <laughs> I know. I hate, I hate this part of it. Right. It's, 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 it's it feels terrible, but it, but I think that realness can get us to a real place. Right. Which yeah, is absolutely. like, how do we make this show into something that generates a community that needs to exist? Right. Yeah. What, yeah. what is it that is unique about this community that needs to exist? And I honestly can't answer that question for you. Cause I don't know what's in your head i was really hoping you're gonna give me an answer there i thought you were just gonna be like and here's the answer <laughs> it's hard because it's hard right because i think it takes a lot of um i've been there like look there are a yeah. million people out there giving podcast advice <laughs> and totally. the thing i landed on on a personal level was like i'm gonna give podcast advice from a hyper like humane connection oriented relationship oriented perspective and that's what i do it's almost like and i don't make this claim i don't even like to bring it up but it's almost like therapy for podcasting right totally um, that's my totally. angle and that's the unique community that i create the question for you is what is unique for you because you're either going to go into deja vu, vu like your your audience is not going to grow which is again totally fine if podcasting mm -hmm, is mm -hmm. a hobby or like a relational thing you're doing if you're just like if you're just like playing with the guys in the backyard that's fine and i i want you to hear me i i don't want that to sound bad it's good i think that that is a different kind of investment that really involves like limiting yourself to some extent mm. you have to make a choice of like what's unique specifically this show focuses deep down on one thing what is that thing going to be? Do you feel like there is an answer to that question? You really make me think here, Richard. I'm not 100% sure of myself now. You've made me question all of my, <laughs> all of my own goals. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No. Um, I, yeah, look, I, I think the, the one thing that, and this is me personally, the one thing that draws me into podcasts yeah. is the interpersonal relationship between the two hosts. And they could be talking about anything i don't care what it is yeah. it could be space travel it could be i don't know why my brain went to elon musk there but that's a connection that makes sense um it could be space yeah. travel it it could it could be philosophy right like it could be anything if those two hosts yeah. have great connection and i i, I like what they i like their you know their back and forth how they talk how they act together that draws me in more than the actual content itself and now it could just yeah. be me who feels like that. I'm cut. I, I think my 
thought process with our podcast is that we have quite a, a fun dynamic. It's always about the interpersonal relationship as much as yeah. our unique takes on whatever we're talking about. So I think the idea for right. me is build a community around people who like that those dynamics and like the two of us. It's the it, then you come back to the age old question is how do you get that in front of people? How do you get that in front of people and how does it stand out from everybody else with fun dynamics, Absolutely. right? All the other exactly. best friends. Exactly. Sometimes I feel like an old guy who is out of touch because honestly, <laughs> like I will preach this thing, this like you got to find, you got to find your place and like what stands out. And then I'll go on TikTok and see podcast after podcast of just people who are guys talking, it's whatever, you know, exactly. it's like just people who, who talk about whatever and it's extremely popular. And frankly, I think there's something that I'm not aware of that's happening there. And maybe it has to do with yeah. nepotism or money, or I don't really know. <laughs> I think there's a that's story. A, back, that's back, a wonderful like, point, by the way. Yeah. That's a wonderful point. Sorry. Yeah. I, I think I interrupted you there. The, the nepotism point breaks my brain sometimes. Uh, and, and maybe not even nepotism, just the celebrity. So I'm, I'm sitting here and, you know, we started our yes. podcast, we're having a great time. And, you know, I, I, pre-COVID, I would probably say podcasting was, you know, it was big, but not to the levels it possibly is now. And then during COVID, yeah. every celebrity who has ever existed apparently decided it was time to make a podcast. <laughs> so That's right. like, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, everything from the guys who, Mary and Pippin from Lord of the Rings all the way through to Emily Ratajkowski. It's like... <laughs> How do you, you know, like they've got millions of followers on social medias. How do you break through that? So you've already got the, the difficulties of, you know, a, a challenging, uh, challenging landscape regardless. Because like you say, there's already established yeah. podcasts there. Then when you chuck in, you know, Mary and Pippin having a great time talking about Lord of the Rings, you're like, well, I don't have a chance, do I? Well, that's the thing is like, th that is, that is kind of what I'm getting at is like lots of people yeah. are best friends and have good chemistry. That is just not a unique, <laughs> it's just, I mean, totally. it's not in the scheme of, of mass media, a unique proposition. I think what is hard is like those celebrities are their own built in, they have their own built in mm -hmm. audiences that are passionate, yeah. not just about them, but anything they care about by virtue of them caring about it, right? So yep. if I'm a fan of Conan O'Brien, I'm going to care about what he thinks about literally anyone oh, yeah, he has on his podcast. And so that th th that's sort of my relationship with um, Mark Maron. Like Mark Maron, I want to know what, mm. what he his relationship about ev everything with everyone on the podcast is. I'm like yeah, fascinated yeah. by that. Um, and so I think like, that is a real challenge for people like us who are not yeah. well known and do not have those kinds of fans. I was talking to someone today who was texting me. Uh, he, he texts me his thoughts about podcasting. Sometime we have like a back and forth text thread about this stuff. And he was saying like, um, podcasting is, um, like you really have to be someone's favorite thing in order for Absolutely. your podcast to be something they listen to in order for them to make it. And I don't know if you have to be their absolute favorite, but I do think you have to be like in their top five for them to like, for totally. most people to listen to your podcast. I listen to maybe, maybe three, four podcasts a day, five on a really good day. And I'm wow. a power listener. I'm like powering through that stuff, doing chores all over the place just so I can get my listening time in. Right. 
And it's impressive. Th- uh, even that, like, I have to really care about the thing. Yeah. There are a lot of people's podcasts I don't listen to and feel really bad about it and feel frustrated that I'm not able to get to them. Um, but the bottom line is, like, there are really uh, acute reasons that cause me to yeah. listen to a podcast. It, t- it takes me back to my, my point a minute ago around liking who you're listening to as well. I feel like you've got to be really engaged with those peoples. And again, it could just be me, but I know a lot of people who have similar thoughts on this, really connecting with a podcaster and their voice and, and their points of yeah. view. It doesn't happen yes. that regularly. And to me, me personally, uh, there's only really one podcast that I will regardless listen to every single week. I listen to a ton of podcasts, mainly for inspiration, for ideas, for seeing, you know, well, things we're talking about now, whether the niche in the market that maybe isn't been tapped into that we could think of different directions for, think, everything like that. And then there's just friends podcasts who, you know, uh, like I mentioned, one of the friends of the show is coming on today. But having that real connection, that's what I really strive for. And, and it's funny you, you're asking yeah. me sort of about the, the initiation of our podcast a little bit, because one of, the, one of the reasons I was really keen on doing the podcast when we did it was when COVID hit. The two podcasters that I really love and, like I said, we'll listen to regardless, kind of had a bit of a dip, as in it felt like their mental health was matching how everyone else was feeling, and it didn't quite have the same sparkle to it. And it kind of made me want to mm. fill a void that I wasn't getting from that podcast. And that's mm, really interesting. an interesting introspective on sort of my reasons and purposes, because I didn't think I'd really said that out loud until this exact moment. That's so interesting, like, and makes me think about just the ways that you can tell. You can tell when things are off. You can tell when something's yeah. wrong with a podcast. Yeah. And as good as someone is at the at the skill, you know, sometimes if the chemistry's off, like, it can yeah. wreck a podcast. And they went through a year of literally, yeah. you know, um, how do you even describe it to you? It was it was flat and. You know, coming from these guys, these guys have been podcasting for 10 years. They're, they're not going anywhere anytime soon, but you have like eight, eight, seven, yeah. eight years of being, you know, really, you know, lively, energetic personalities, get really hitting the, the culture bubble. And then you have these year, year and a half of being so flat. I it could have isolated a lot of their audience and it kind of isolated me in a way uh, that I never yeah. expected to feel. That's why I felt an even stronger urge to have my creative voice out there and have that in the world. It does feel like this is like the primary, like motivating thing for you is like, even, even beyond um, the social connection you have with your friend or building an audience or community that sort of inherent creative desire to create something that is, that is like authentic and real and, and is two people having a genuine conversation yeah. that is like good and encouraging and, and, and re- sort of reflects two guys like keeping each other sane <laughs> with Absolutely. your sort of, um, so if that's your goal, one day you won't feel great. <laughs> and well, like, yeah. I think the takeaway for both the podcaster and just people in general is like, if you're not addressing that, it's not going to get better. It's going to get yeah. worse. Yeah, that's a I really good that's point. The challenge. <laughs> that's a really good point. Yeah. You know, you know what's interesting is that when I mentioned my old mamas and well, that's something that I didn't really speak about for a long time. Like it was happening during COVID, mm-hmm. 
And the podcast was almost my way of getting away from that. So I didn't speak to yeah. it. And, and this is probably the first time I've ever really spoken about it, you know, on, on a podcast mm. or, or in a forum that is going to be heard outside of my own living room. Even though I'm in my own living room. Yeah. Um, it, it's certainly interesting that that's the POV you have because now, uh, three years have made into doing the podcast, I feel like it would be easier for me to express that. And I think there's a bit of tenure and learning there as well. So one thing that I'm interested in your point of view on sort of while we're on the topic of success and uh, what goes with that is that how does, what does tenure mean in all this? Because, you know, at, at some point, let's say we hit five years, let's say we hit 10 years and we've still got the same size audience. Success for, yeah. I would probably feel like it hadn't been a traditional success, if that makes sense, even though we are still right. being successful in having these conversations and enjoying ourselves. Yeah. I mean, I think you're right. You would have to rethink like, what does success mean? And am I okay with yeah. that? I mean, that's a common, yeah. you know, it's, and context is everything. If you're making this for an institution that's looking for results, mm. um, which I've done podcasts for institutions that are looking for results. Yeah. And we had to can podcasts that were some of the most fulfilling and frankly successful things creatively that I've ever done. I'm I'm still mad that we canceled those things, right? <laughs> because they were great. They were freaking great. People loved them. There were communities built up and they were starting good conversations, <laughs> but it was not paying off in the way it was supposed yeah. to pay off. And those stakes were set beforehand, whether explicitly or implicitly. The understanding is you got to be making money. We're a company. We got to make yeah. money or at least be sustainable. Yeah. And so for you, I think there's a question of like, okay, like I've already bought these mics. We have this set in stone time. How will it feel to not have it? Is it worth it to not have it? You know, is that going to be a net loss or a net gain to not yeah. set the record time to not um, have this thing we're working on together? That's a real question. And I think yeah. that's the question you will have to increasingly have over time if the, if the audience isn't growing. And if the, and if the answer is like, Oh, it's a little harder to justify because it's not as sustainable, then your yeah. goal is, can we in a sh very short time make this sustainable um, so that we can continue to do it? You know, I think you're absolutely right. And I, I actually think that question is coming much quicker than potentially I, I feel terrified about, but much quicker mm. than I'd like to answer because so my co-host uh, DL, he's thinking about moving to the UK in the not too distant future for a couple of years to live there with his partner because they've always wanted to move around. And that question's sneaking up on me. I've been very much head in the sand trying to, be <laughs> trying to avoid it as much as nearly mm -hmm. possible. But at some point, we're probably going to have to have that conversation around how do we make this maybe a little more sustainable. Well, Tommy... Thank you so much for coming on the show. Tommy's podcast uh, is Podcast Assemble, and he's looking for feedback, I would say. So go out, rate, and review it. Check it out. It's a movie and entertainment podcast, and they have really good, like, really good banter. Banter on podcasting has a bad rap, and you guys do banter well. I will say that. If you just want to hang, if you want to hang kind of podcast, and you want to hear about some of your favorite movies and TV shows and stuff, check it out. Uh, thank you so much, Tommy. I appreciate it. Thank you very much, Richard. I really appreciate having me on.